This is me. I struggle to put a headphone on. Action. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Pook from Pook Out Records, and you're listening to episode one of our Pook Cast, the Pook Out Hangout. This episode, I sat down with Jake and Bobble from our label band Rashambo and chatted about our many tours many years ago with Beat the Red Light, Fate's Idea, and The Junk. This is a clip down audio version of the full video chat, which you can watch on our YouTube channel or from our website, www.pookoutrecords.co.uk. Oh, they're off. My T support crew are buggering off now. That's how you started. Do you want to harmonize a pook? <laughs> pook. Oh, right. Okay. That is the podcast music done. <laughs> yes. was... Do you remember? Oh, where was it? It was, it was where Phoenix Nights. Was. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the snooker club. The snooker club. Yeah, Jesus. Gambera. No, one, the one story that I can remember all three of us were involved was we were staying in that snooker club. Harry had passed out underneath a snooker cube yes. table on this minging carpet floor. I think it was urine infested as well. I think he may have pissed himself. Yeah, that was um, a great <laughs> And then all I can remember is I was all trying to sleep. Bobble got his mittens on a freaking acoustic guitar and played Real Big Fish Beer on repeat. I think he got to the eighth time. The eighth, the eighth time. I think this is like one of the first times I like properly met Bobble. Yeah, I didn't really yeah. know this one. I just swiped the guitar off him. Was that the night where behind the bar it was like three quid for a pint of snake bite or one that's quid it. for like a pill? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. So I didn't um I didn't sleep that night and I stayed up getting Danny very, very, very drunk. Yeah. There was some random lass there um who had been definitely taking advantage of the pills behind the bar who just came up to him and you ever get so high you just need to sort yourself out and I was like um um and she was like oh don't worry didn't mean you she's like I, I did it on the wall over there and I was like that's that's a police station are you saying that you just masturbated on a police station wall <laughs> she was like oh yeah <laughs> it was one of the that night was one of the most debaucherous evenings that see that week. that's all I don't even think I was drinking then I think because Collie and I were the were the tea drinkers you were having your year off booze yeah, I'm still in contact with Connie um, oh, but she... and, and most of the junk, and I've got so much respect for her because she was a couple of years younger than us. So she, she put up with so much shit from yeah. you guys, dude. She <laughs> was doing her, she was doing her dissertation like in the back of the van on tour. On yeah. the rare occasion, the junk back gets back for the show. Connie's always, always there. You know, good, like you've got the backup, right? <laughs> like... backup guy. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> Who is it? Yeah, there was, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. sticker of that now, isn't there? 
but bubble in all the bands. Yeah, I've not seen that. If, I'm, if sure, is, I'm sure it's they were just my doing that, which Mate. makes that even better. That's incredible. seriously. I'm, I, if I'm sure I saw it online, yeah. Um, I will have to have a dig and see if I can find it. I think it should be a new Pook out shirt, which is bubble yeah. in all the bands. <laughs> Yes. I, I think it should be something you know written into all the uh, the paperwork. They can't. You don't put anything out unless I'm, unless Bobble's know. at least contributed yeah. one part. Yeah, in, yeah, in, like, in the album. So little Dan, uh, for where he works, he has like an app on his phone for making like invoices. And uh, when uh, we had a couple of shows in the JB conspiracy a, a few years back, little Dan would like write them out invoices for, for having me <laughs> for you. <laughs> Email that over How to much is five minutes of bubble worth on an uh, I'm not sure. I think he was taking quite a hefty cut. I don't think I saw much of it. <laughs> if, if anything, Jake, you just you keep your eye on the post, mate, because you'll probably get something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <little Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was hilarious. That um fucking snooker night. That was was that the dance off tour? Was that the that was that yeah maybe because that was up at Leeds at the dry that dock, was at the dry yeah. dock in Leeds. So for anyone that doesn't, I don't know if it's still there, but the dry dock was a boat that was in a like basically just randomly placed on a roundabout in Leeds that was also a bar and a venue, um, and beat the red light and the junk and Brennan's idea had a dance off, which I believe is still at Leeds. It's on one of your tour yeah. Videos, there's a, a tour video of oh, us May. serving you. Yeah, because you guys actually had choreographed. Yeah, we couldn't believe it. I was, I was like, yeah, these guys are like goofing around on stage. There's no way they're <laughs> going to be able to pull this off. And yeah, Christ, man, some of the moves that you and little Dan pulled out. <laughs> so we used to have entire band practices where we would play for like 15 minutes and then spend three hours watching the um, the Shake a Tail Feather song uh, from Bo- Blues Brothers just on repeat for like three hours, just learning all of the dance moves. <laughs> learning, all the, <laughs> learning all the choreography. That's it, man. Yeah, we, no half measures. I think the reason that you were a bit sloppy back in the day was because you weren't practicing I mean, music. You oh. were practicing dance moves. <laughs> yeah, but we won all of the dance-offs. So it's it's the most important know, thing. I think one of the fer- very first times that I played with Faintest was when you guys kidnapped me after playing in Wickham yeah. and you, you chauffeured me all the way up to um, Wales. What Was yeah. it Swansea? Oh, mate, that Colwyn was so Bay? funny. It was always like Colwyn no, Bay. No, no, it wasn't Colwyn Bay. Colwyn Bay was the very first time we met Faintest, yeah. but me actually yeah. playing in Faintest Idea, because I remember I had the droopy trombone slide because yeah. <laughs> I broke it on the gig before. But you guys kidnapped me, threw me in the van, and I was like, but I've got yeah. stuff planned this weekend. You were like, yeah. Yeah, not anymore, not, mate. Yeah, that's, that's just not yeah, going to happen. I think that was Swansea. So. In, in the van and the drive up, you taught me the horn lines. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, mate, that was so... But I remember you were you were also, like, the horn, learning the horn lines is irrelevant. You've got to get <laughs> dance lines down. I was just like, what? Like, seriously, you're going to make, don't make me do this. Unbelievable. No, I think, I think we've, we, like, BTRL only played um, Colin Bader once, I think, but that was with Revenge and the first time we ever met Faintest. Yeah. That, that gig, like, genuinely, I, I, it was so, seeing you guys for the first time was just, insane yeah it's so funny like looking back to like i remember those um uh the tns guys they did like a little kind of um podcast video casting yeah, yeah and they were talking about 
that show. And it's so weird to see what other people remember because other, other bits of it I do remember. I remember there was like bugger all people there. We we're basically, <laughs> this is the great thing about being in a ska band though. You Even when if you just play to the other bands, there's so many other people yeah, in it. those bands, it's already sold out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. you that, just like, swap merch at the end, the jobs are yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody makes any money. You have a wealth of fun memories and good friends what do you think what do you think was that was the worst show you guys have ever played france with faintest idea paris <laughs> paris with faintest idea the only fucking show on tour that jackie player books and i will never forgive him what, so, what what's that. this no. was this with the tongue wait a minute wait a minute, no, wait, a minute. No, so, wait a minute was no. this the junk and faintest idea on a tour together yeah. Well, we so did. it was the last night of the junk tour and the first night the faintest idea That's tour. Right, yeah, so yeah. I'd I'd been on the road with the junk, and uh, yeah, then we had this like gig uh, booked together, so which we was like a handover. Oh, no, <laughs> passing off the torch, <laughs> which was which by the way was a, a, a constant yeah. game. So whenever we did the same festival or the same lineup or we did a handover, the game was whoever whoever had bubble first had to give him back in the most impossibly terrible state ever. <laughs> I, I have a memory of little Dan, oh, sorry, um, Dan, Danny Rascal just walking up to me at Strummer Camp with like Bubble just yeah. in his arms and God just going, Good here luck. he is! <laughs> like, your yeah. combo player! The Paris show was like, it was a squat in the middle of Paris uh, and we got there and like, <laughs> We like doing like there, there are good squat shows and there are bad squat shows and like yeah. you know it's a bad squat show when you get to the squat and you're like that can't even be a squat like that's a fucking building yeah like, where's the toilet it's a hole so, in the floor and oh yeah. mate like, there's just heroin needles everywhere like fucking like so yeah, in, and not... the guys they, they kind of obviously forgot we were coming well no it's the promoter was in hospital. that was it yeah he nice. was he was involved in a car accident which later turned out to be French for heroin overdose. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we got in. Um, the sound engineer was definitely high as fuck, um, and was and had lost his dog. So I ended up doing all the sound checks and doing all the sound. Um, and I think we went on first. Is that right? Uh, did you play first, or did we? Get... Yeah, did you? Yeah, play? no, because Faintest didn't get to play. That's right. right. <laughs> so what? I sound checked them. Faintest didn't. Uh, play. No, because we we started sound checking, and halfway through the sound check, someone came through and just turned off the mains electricity and, and just shut everything down because it was too noisy. And they were like, "Yeah, there was there wasn't meant to be a show, so you know, people are trying to sleep. You know, it's too mm. noisy." So we um, we got to play because we're going on first. So yeah. eventually, like we had the, the conversation. Um, but the police got phoned while we were playing. So then we were, we were like, so we got cut short and it was our last night at all. So we were like, fair enough, fuck this. The gigs that you play really, really well is it has a phenomenal turnout. Like, you know, you, you kind of like, yeah, of course you, you remember them. But you never remember oh, yeah. them as much as the, the <laughs> yeah. like, one of my all time favorite shows was pre BTRL and it would have been pre the junk. Um, TV party. Uh, so oh, that was yeah, Eddie, yeah. Eddie G and I from Beta. We, we were in a hardcore band. Yeah. And then we went on tour with Grogan, which was Jonna, Lee and yeah, Buzz. Yeah. And we went and played. Oh, it, it was it was it was somewhere on the coast. And we played this camping site and it was meant to be with the with the kooks. And um, the, I think the best band turned up. It was a tribute band, a uh, Hot chocolate, Scottish hot chocolate tribute band <laughs> called Scott Chocolate. 
right? We played, we played, I kid you not, to five guys and one guy dressed as a pink elephant <laughs> in oh the God. middle of this field. Oh my God. And it was actually, yeah. And three of, yeah, three out of the five guys were Grogan just butt naked, completely in the birthday oh, suit. Because that was, that was at that time where we were just running around naked. Lee we was just obsessed thought... with being naked, still is. Oh, Grogan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee, Lee was in Grogan the Junk and is now married to my little sister. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, dude, like, uh, Dick, he used to run a naked cleaning company. <laughs> He's what? <laughs> Did you not know this? No. Lee used to have a business where he would go and fucking clean old people's houses in the nod with a little feather duster. And I'd, yeah, yeah. How yeah. long did he do that for? It was when he was in, I mean, it was before I met him. So it was when he was doing, it was around the time he would have been doing that tour. Mate, <laughs> he would wear nothing but a leopard print thong. And yeah. like, I yeah, swear yeah, I to remember fuck, that. man, I swear to fuck, he would raise his drum stool just so I could see these leopard print balls bounce up and down. He's like, <laughs> He's the only member of the junk that I've ever literally punched. Like I love him so much, I'm yeah. s- and I'm so. Was... Oh, oh no, okay. I, I punched both of <laughs> the <laughs> Both fucking deserved it. <laughs> All right. Okay, he so you've was... lamp, you've you've lamp bobble. Has little Dan charged you for that as well? The <laughs> punching yeah, bag. That's why I've got management now. Why... <laughs> yeah. in, in in my defence, it was it was an entire month tour. Of of Lee, just to, and once again, he's the happiest guy in the fucking world. And he, he had this little, he had an app on his phone where he could record like thirty second loops of like a beat, and he'd rap at you. And I hadn't slept in a month, do you know what I mean? Because I like not only did I book those tours, but I basically managed them as well. And Lee would just be having every like with his phone in my face, like, "Have you ever done a poo in a biscuit tin?" You know, doing a bit, and that was all it did. And he just he just for fucking hour. And eventually, I was like, "Dude, I fucking love you." I love you so much. I don't want to hurt you, but I need to see. And if you don't leave, if you don't, I'm gonna punch you. And he, he looked at me with this, like he was like, Jake, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I get it, man. I'm being a dick. You have done a poo and a biscuit. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Do you guys remember a band from Belgium called Overweight? Overweight. Okay. No, I remember weight loss. Overweight. Yeah, I, it, Okay, so Overweight were our first ever Europe tour. We got in contact with a band from Belgium. There's two brothers in the band, right? So if you, whenever we play Belgium, obviously Belgium's quite small uh, and they lived in just outside Leuven. So we'd all, um, they had, and they, they lived with their parents, but they had a recording studio in the background and backyard. There was a, there was a swimming pool, like, um, and the two brothers with the boomers, their parents were amazing. We'd just cook us barbecue and just deal with us being idiots. Um, but the two brothers used to play a game on tour called Hide the Poo. Guess how you play that, right? <laughs> so this has been going on for years. Um, <laughs> and uh, I might be paraphrasing over, over, but this is how I remember it. I remember basically one of them had a special butter. Um, what a special what? A special butter. Like maybe it was vegan butter or something. Like right. That. Okay. It was his fucking butter. You know, right. This is years of like you wake up there's a shit in your shoe or like you know, fucking mm, no. sock or anything like. <laughs> but we're staying at their house, so like I think one of them, I think it was Kevin or not, but uh, he goes to the fridge and he starts you know, slicing his toast and he's just like, "Oh, you've gone too fucking far, man. You've gone too far." And what he's done is he's taken the butter and he's melted it down. Taken a poo, 
and then <laughs> re reset. Put the it. butter around the poo. Yeah, yeah. So and then put it in the fridge so it's solidified. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like that is just dedication to the cause. I and like and at that point as well, like you remember oh, stories like that. Man. Like, he wasn't that fucking bad man. I love the boy. <laughs> dedication to defecation. New We're album title. <laughs> New <laughs> album title. Dedication yes. to defecation. Pukat Records so formed right Start now. It. Dedication to defecation. <laughs> and then as a bonus track, we can have uh, Lee's Have You Ever Pooed in a Biscuit Tin? Just yeah, on a loop. Remix. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe longer than the actual album. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm in. Bobbling all the bands. Because you're kind of hosting, like you're asking us the question, but like, what, what's your what's your worst gig that you can remember? What's like your most debaucherous or worst gig that you can remember? Okay, like, um, for me, I, I, do you know what? I think it's it's amazing in some ways how I've never got kicked out of the filaments. <laughs> the when I first started, right, um, I was like a little excitable puppy. Oh my god, this is amazing! Like, I'm in a film. Oh my god, this is so fucking good. Because like they were, they were like one of my favourite UK star punk bands. It was so new to me playing um, shows where there was just like staying overnight, and there was like a lot of alcohol. I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I, I, I think when I drink, I get to like. Three or four pints, or actually no, we'll go less than that. Let's be honest. Like two or three <laughs> pints, and then I'm like, I've got the taste for it. I'm just, I'm all the beers. Like these are lovely, blah 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 blah. Especially when you go abroad. So this one that I remember, you can find it on YouTube, and it is atrocious. I'm absolutely hammered. It's in a squat. I've got one top boat mic. Which is louder than the whole entire. <laughs> I'm playing like fucking. I'm so drunk. I don't even know what a trombone is, and I, I, I'm trying to play stuff and just epically failing. It sound the only way I could des- I could describe it is imagine a band playing, but it's accompanied by a wounded bumblebee. And- <laughs> Oh, and, and and occasionally, like I was, I was trying to do gang vocals or vocals with jobs. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like, although my my execution was about fifteen percent on, my enthusiasm was a hundred and fifty percent. So I was singing all of John's lines louder than John. <laughs> Out of key. There was there's one bit. Um, what song? What song was it? Um, signing up to sin, and he got and, and he does six six six. But I did a death growl six six six. I probably like, John, like, I'm nailing this. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the gig, we, we had a chat the next day. And he went, 
do you think that gig went then, Pook? I was like, <laughs> yeah, wasn't my finest hour, was it? And he just went, uh, just, just think next time, just less death, more geezer. So I kept dropping like these Sepultura death metal growls in like the middle of like Trevor, like this boy's <laughs> song. It was just, yeah. That's it, but a the, good for the headline as well. Less death, more geezer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> less death, more geezer. But he, um, yeah, that was his exact words. Does the theme tune to this not have to be your your ragga rap from your boiler fixing day? <laughs> oh, mate. Dude, dude, dude. Right, okay, 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 okay. I've extended it. Oh! <laughs> and only recently. Right, okay. I'm so excited. I'm right, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> I'm very aroused. Gas ragger. <laughs> oh, like right, actually... okay. I need I need a dance I need a dance hall beat. Like someone's got someone's got to hit me with a gas Holy moly, there's no pressure in the meter. Turn off the bass and we turn up the tweeter. Me work for Oyster, the easy booster. System, zombie, whatever you choose. Uh. Squatty calf, don't make me laugh. But you cry like a baby for a hot water bath. Pressure keeps laughing, not keeps threatening. Blood rise fast, lately flush cheek. Temperature half, radiate is hard. Gas racker, don't stop, hit on the drop. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That was that's the, the greatest thing. That's as like. far as I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to say you don't need to go any further, but, I, but just for my own joy, think, you do. I never want it to end. <laughs> yeah. I've got to try and find. I've got to try and find this video. This absolutely. It, it was on the beat the red light thing at uh, Boomtown, and it was. Oh, I no, think the wall of brass. You had me doing vocals with you. Yeah. You had Hannah from Stand Out Riot. You had. Like, the, the horns. There was we we played we played this like a fifteen piece. Oh, it was so yeah. good, man. It that was, was so good. That was the, the playing in that brass section broke the p bone I was using at that point. Yes. <laughs> that yeah. Had, uh, yeah, man. That p bone is a great man. On stage of beat the red light, got halfway through a song and went to bring my slide back in, and uh, you know, like the inner the glue. tube had just fucking exploded, <laughs> like just sharded. Really? Like, oh, well, that's the end of this trombone, and so I, then I watched the rest of the set. I, and it was great. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you so with the, with the P bows because I've always loved them. Yeah, a little bit duller than the brass. Yeah, um, and they were a little bit too light. Mm. So I did one gig. <laughs> I did one gig with the filaments. It was the album launch at the Underworld, sold out, right? But I snapped it, snapped it clean in half. The song which was after when I snapped it was Bastard Coppers, right? We were playing with Knuckle Dust. And, um, oh, and the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, blessed, some of the guys of Knuckle Dust were there trying to take my trombone together. That's <laughs> a band that has a trombone in it. I fucking, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They're all there, like, yeah, I'll be your trombone tech, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> 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 take, take it away. <laughs> Getting all the duct tape and I take it, trying to piece this thing together, right? Bastard Coppers starts, for those of you who don't know, with like a tromb, like tabs with a horn line. Yeah. There's no horn to play at this point because they're too busy trying to stick it with duct tape. So it was just like, bum, bum, 
so to cover the silent bit, I just grabbed the mic and just went. <laughs> <laughs> and then I throughout the whole fucking song, the whole like ba ba da ba 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 ba, and I'm going. on. <laughs> <laughs> This poor guy, I'm like, he probably thinks I'm sabotaging the band from the inside. But he's there trying to, like, his guitar leads, Jack, Jack isn't long enough, but he's there trying to kick my ass because I'm fucking ruining this whole time. Again, absolutely, like, stores, like a well-oiled engine. So I um, I went on tour with Lightyear doing a real big fish tour. And again... It's, it's, it's like a repeat thing. I'm just not over on my stage, too drunk. Mill of my, my trombone on the first gig because I'm just too wrecked. Luckily, that show was Oxford and where I live is like 45 minutes away and en route to the next show. So we went and picked up my P-bone and I was like, oh, this, this trombone will be great. Like Santa. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty much indestructible. <laughs> Lightyear is not the band that you want to say <laughs> that your trombone yeah. is indestructible Chaz, Chaz will prove you wrong <laughs> but, do you know what Chaz didn't didn't prove me wrong but he attempted to prove me wrong there was one part in the th in the song where we all swap instruments and Chaz it, it took me five gigs to clock this because I'm quite slow with stuff like this he was like Pook you and I will swap I'll play trombone and you take the vocals and Chaz I was like okay bad. cool let me tell you as far as what Chaz does when it comes to playing trombone. Chaz will take the trombone apart and throw wow. both parts into the audience. Whoa. And then you're just like, well, I can't, I can't do it. Well, I can do my vocals. Then the next, the next song's up and I'm like, well, I don't have a trombone. And then gradually, bit by bit, this trombone gets <laughs> thrown back on stage. Honestly, like that, that trombone, indestructible. I have a fun child story for you if you if you'd like it. Two years ago, I was doing uh like so if you if you do two thousand trees, basically like um you also do like a busking slot as well. So my <laughs> solo set is just after Crazy Arm, uh acoustic, so on the same stage. It's a fucking hard act to follow and it classes oh, phenomenal man. So I'm like three songs in and I just hear a crowd of people going, Chaz, 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 Chaz. And Chaz has taken his set off his stage and formed a human conga line <laughs> where basically rather than playing his own solo set he's gone around to every other fucking set like <laughs> that's happening and just jumps up and does one song with you but he doesn't know any of your songs and you know what he's gonna do and so like the people that went to see Chaz he was like we're going on a magical journey around 2000 trees <laughs> and uh and then just with the background it's like a fucking like Vikings war chant it's like Chaz Chaz, 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 and you're like, oh, here we go. It's a bit like that scene in Lord of the Rings where everyone comes over the mountain top and yes. into the valley, and it's just, like, just, just. We got to Japan a couple of years ago, man. Like, Dude, I want to talk to you about that because obviously you spotted subliminal ripple. Every single show in Japan, like the crowd was not only big for every band, but the crowd was like having it and like going like having just the best time and dancing and singing really? it for every single band on the bill at every single gig we had a show um in tokyo as well and this was like again the idea of this happening at a uk gig is is insane but like so we had to get there early um and do the sound check and stuff but 
before anyone did any sound checking, they got like every band that was playing that night, all of the promoters, all of like the people that were working bar, like uh, all the security, like everyone involved in making the show happen. Like, and we all came down to the room and they went round. they like, everyone introduced themselves. Everyone like had a little round of applause. It's amazing being the people up on stage, like d- jumping around and dancing. But if there weren't people staffing the bar or there weren't people like checking tickets or stuff, like, and just that acknowledgement of like, oh, actually we're doing this really cool thing together. Getting out there with Redeeming is going to be incredible. And, like, oh, mate, again, I cannot freaking wait that colwyn bay beat the red light show is genuinely one of the best gigs i've ever been to just in terms of like you guys coming out and me just standing there being like what the fuck is this this is incredible that was our first tour and it was something so it was so fresh and new yeah um and for me it was it was less about execution and it was more about the energy i literally wanted you Poke on it. I like, broke my ankle at B2L gig on that first tour. Like, <laughs> you what? I, I broke my ankle watching you guys play. Like on on the first tour we did with you, uh, there was a Manchester show, and like we played before you, and doing like so you like fair enough. Like anyone that tours enough, like you know, you, like it gets to a point where you're so used to watching the other bands that you're kind of watching the back and stuff. With you guys, I I was like. I, it was so energetic. I was yeah. like, I have to be. You could not pit. be there. Yeah. I snapped my fucking mm. ankle. I have weak ankles. Like, I I did the rest of the tour on a broken ankle because I loved you guys so much. I so. didn't know that. I've I've always thought the BTRL album. Don't get wrong. Like the 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 reception to it's been amazing. But we've always been a live band over over an album. I just I totally get. Like I I love the albums. The albums are incredible. But you guys live like it was it was an experience, man. It, 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 but it, it see, it's seeing a band for the first yeah. time. Like I cannot wait to see you guys play. I can't wait to play together. But, like Rochambeau. <laughs> like, like, that, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's brilliant. You guys haven't even been in a room. After lockdown two, when pubs are open again, like yeah. probably been over a couple of barbecues before I lived with him. Um, we got talking about, you know, obviously like, we did the drunk together mm-hmm. and we, yeah, we've all talked together. And I was like, do you know what? Like, I was like, you know, like, I'm enjoying doing solo stuff, but I was like, I fucking miss doing ska punk. I, I really fucking miss it, man. There's something and about I think it. Like, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I was like, I, I think, you know, now I've got the time and also the solo stuff is kind of paying for me to exist. Um, I was like, I'm going to start writing again. And Bubbles' response was just the best ever. He was like, you live in Norwich. If you form a ska punk band without me in it, I will be in it and you won't know. You'll turn up for your first gig and I'll just fucking be there and I'll know the parts. Yeah, so you might as well just fucking start doing it with me now. Um, <laughs> My contact. Tom did Blag and he did uh, 64 Stitches. Yeah. Tom's a fucking genius. So yeah. we were really lucky. I was like, I'm going to reach out to Tom because I used to be in Nelson County's episode with him. Uh, and he was like, fuck yeah. So we had we had Tom at the time. I think Danny from Venice yeah, was we kind of in. Started talking to Danny, but then we got in uh, Sean instead, who again also Nelson County Steppers. Yeah. Oh, and, and also again, uh, if you haven't heard it, where's Babylon, man? Yeah. Like his yeah. other band, like where's like Sean will Sean will tell you he can't play guitar right. or sing. Everyone in Rochon Bow is much more talented than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you, yeah, 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 yeah. You know how to yeah, run yeah, shit, definitely. Jake. You know how to <laughs> run shit. And then, yeah, we were looking again looking around for, for drummers and 
yeah, I, I, I he is. Like, he is in. He's been a staple in the North. Oh, like, he's he's just like, like everyone in Rochambeau. Biggest he's, sweetheart. Yeah, and they're all people that like I've, you know, we've like gigged together, or I, I know yeah. gigs and stuff, but I've never been like involved in an actual project with. And so again, reached out to Pete, seeing if he'd be up for it. Again, he was like really like excited. So you know, I, I'm a huge fan of the accountability buddy scheme. Bob yeah, what like the accountability? What? The I'm accountability lucky. buddy. So everyone in, junk, in the junk had an accountability buddy. Like, right. so you you pick the person that has the closest personality to you, and if they fuck up, it's your job to go fucking get them. Like, <laughs> and sort them out. So Moff was my accountability buddy. That was fucking hard. So in Rochambeau, oh like, so me and Bob would have done multiple tours together. Yeah. Bob, we live together, like, so he's my accountability buddy. I'm terribly sorry in advance. I'll fucking race Rochambeau is the first band I have actually been involved in at the start since I was 16. Again, that's a really cool thing I found about like writing and playing with Rochambeau is... It's really fucking cool just being involved right. in something like now. We've got to kind of build this. When Jake told me about like the whole thing and the lineup, I was just like, I, I, I don't. It, it was even for me, just like I've, I've got to be involved. Uh, Tom, who it, is not on this podcast, who is my writing partner for Rochambeau, who does it, it does all the other vocals. Tom is the most involved, encouraging person. Like, no matter how fucking far I push something, Tom is like. Yes, and, and <laughs> we can do this too. And I fucking yeah, love man. I've not had that since I was. There's like, yeah, you you need you old. need when you're writing stuff, you need someone in your fighting corner, even if they can't picture what you're seeing. It's that beautiful thing of like writing with people that again you you know you trust you like. Yeah, one of the first things that um like Jake said to me when we started Rochambeau was like, bubble. I'm not going to rap. I'm never going to rap. I, I'm, I'm not a teenager. I'm not, I'm, I'm not rapping anymore. And I'm so glad that he started rapping again. I, <laughs> like, that was, yeah. Like, the fact we've managed to break that and be like, no, no, we're, we are bringing, I, you know, new metal back. I make sure that me and Bubble are drunk most nights. <laughs> Bubble oh. does have a very responsible job where he is literally helping people every single fucking day and he still he will still stay awake with me every night drinking until four in the morning and talking about a scar punk and writing poor nines and then he wakes up at night and he gets online he does a job i wake up at 12 plug in guitar i'm like i'm doing my bit obviously if anyone from 
Ireland is listening. Uh, that is all a joke. I fully concentrate on everything and also anything I've said about any drugs or anything. Ma- that's right. no, it's all a joke. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, bro. This will all get edited out. Can we make a three-way promise that any anything that you have to edit out is edited out by a trombone or is just... <laughs> so if I'm like, oh, I was fucking... Katie, if you're listening to this... I feel so sorry for Katie at this point. Piglet, come here. Yes. Label mum, label mum, label mum, label mum. Listen. Listen, they're singing to you. Yeah, Fucking love you, Bones. Mom. You know what I smell of? I smell of wine sweat. That, and I've been farting a lot. <laughs> they made me laugh that hard that I farted. <laughs> Pink, I don't, I, honestly, like, I don't know if I've ever loved another human being more. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That was a beautiful laugh. The first oh, so ever serious back either then. at like junk tours were, were, were like peak was booze free. He he was yeah. like and he and you did it as well. However, my favourite peak memories are the January Jeez. after that fucking tour and we did our next tour and I got to meet drunk peak because Pick hadn't drunk for a fucking year and bitch Savage. fucking slewed it. <laughs> what did I do? Right, come on, come on. Like you were just like a trombone wielding Del boy. You had no beard, you were off your fucking pickle, you were doing your first tour, like where you were drunk <laughs> again. You looked like you had rickets back in the day. You were yeah. still wearing cycle shorts at was, gigs, which was, was a weird look. It was the best bit. Like again, <laughs> harking back to the first time I saw you guys, like seeing that voice come out of you mm. is one of the best things I've ever heard Mate. in my life. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> so like like is she gonna sing? I had a right chip on my shoulder, oh, didn't I? <laughs> so, yeah. You yeah. guys have been fucking amazing, and I cannot thank you enough. Like, I, and I've spoken to Andy about this as well. Like, we're all very excited because what you're doing is fucking lovely and family based. Honestly, like, I never thought that I could ever sign a band to a label that I was so much in love with. You two were the most amazing people I've ever met. It's again harking back to that like community that like family aspect of this scene that's the absolute best thing okay we are honored that you chose Rochambeau for the first one because oh mate <laughs> this has gone exactly <laughs> as how I thought it would <laughs> Pook out out mate it's been a pleasure thank you very much for having us I Love have you, had man. fun playing with my friends Rochambeau 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 I'm so drunk. You're so drunk. Have you done like a sort of a semi intro? He hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't done it. <laughs> he hasn't done it. He's done nothing. I haven't he's done, done nothing that says hello. He hasn't mentioned the label once and he has not <laughs> done it. Oh, Jake's gone this out for a fucking bullshit, Mark. This is bollocks, Mark. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. She fucking loves me. She can't get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me play with my friends. (laughs) Just want to play with my friends. (laughs) The camera isn't working. (laughs) Just want to play with my friends. I feel so sorry for you, Katie. I don't know if anyone else is going to get any enjoyment out of any of this, but (laughs) But I've had a wonderful time.